Hello, and welcome to episode 159 of Retro Encounter. Uh, I'm your host this week, Robert Fenner. I'm afraid Mike Solosi uh, has gotten over his illness, but he's currently trapped on the moon, so you are stuck with me for the conclusion of Mega Man Legends 2. However, I'm not alone. Uh, we have assembled a crack team of astronauts to eventually build a rocket and save him. Uh, so today I'm joined by Mike Salvato. Hello. And Scott Clay, who just finished streaming the game on RPG Fans Twitch channel. Still waiting 17 years, Capcom. <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> so, as I said, we are uh, concluding um, our Mega Man Legends month this week uh, with our conclusion to Mega Man Legends 2. Uh, where we last left off, uh, we, had, um, we had saved uh, the people of Nino Island from uh, Glide and his bird bots. We put a, uh, we put a stop to their base at, uh, at uh, what is it, Car- Calbina? Is it Calbina Island? I should have written Calmica. that down. Yeah. Okay. It's it's something. Uh, we've we've blown up his base. We've rescued a girl named Shu. Um, we've uh, taught some uh, kids with uh, very goofy, um, very goofy character models how to read, uh, and uh, we've headed back to Nino Island uh, to gain the permission of the Guildmaster to dive into the. Um, dive into the uh, ruins underneath the island and what a dive it is yes dive, a literal dive, dive is a good term yeah <laughs> yeah it's a dive in more ways than one um scott you hinted at this in our last episode about what was going to be in store um and yeah you uh, you weren't wrong i'd forgotten yeah. just how egregious this section is it's it's terrible. It feels like it just like it feels like you're like running through molasses the entire time. Like it's just ugh. It is I don't a, know it who... is a water level and it does not work. Yeah. If you think the water levels are bad in like Zelda or other games, you haven't played this one. You haven't played this one. This is like a very sore spot in this game. Hmm. I mean, I like the I love the aesthetic. I love the way it looks. It actually feels like you're actually in like like the deep ocean because mm. of the way the, the 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 draw distance works. Like you really can't see in front of you, but you're moving so slow it just it just takes you right out of it. Yeah, like I don't I don't mind the idea of the water physics, but yeah. I think they went like really heavy with it. Yeah, whoever designed I think it would it would have been. Yeah, I think it would have been cool too. Like cause you can get the boots that go underwater. Mm. You know, not that you have to do exactly what Metroid and other games do, but if there was at least a way to build something that lets you move faster, an option, mm-hmm. that would have been cool. I'm I'm wondering exactly how they did this because it seems like they just like slowed down the entire game rather than. Uh, I mean, there's obviously the jump physics have changed, the, but the, the monsters move just as fast as they would move. Like especially like they move fast. So the frame rate's there. I think I don't understand. I don't. Like, I don't know the technicality behind it. I'm not that kind of person. But mm-hmm. I mean, it just. I don't understand, like whoever played, someone had to play test this game, mm-hmm. and someone must have said, "You know what? This is this is atrocious." <laughs> I mean, anybody that <laughs> you play like for five seconds and go, "How do you expect someone to go through a dungeon?" Not there's there's actually two of these dungeons. Mm. If you do the optional dungeon in Solkata, it's there's two of these dungeons. Like mm-hmm. who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> Well, I don't know who playtested this. Maybe it was, you know, maybe they do the same thing they do here in the UK and get a bunch of, like, low-paid hopefuls who are hoping to break into the industry. Yeah. And I'm just imagining, like, the Japanese work culture of them, like, not wanting to shake shake the boat. And they're like, well, it, it didn't break. I could get through it. Yeah. It was... Thank oh, you, sir. <laughs> I can get through it. Totally picture that. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, like, once you get to the first point where you're not underwater... The, the game feels like it's running at like an insanely high oh, frame rate. Yeah, it, it feel like the the controls. You actually have an appreciation for how well the game controls outside of the water when you're in after you've been outside of the water. It's ridiculous. And it's like, what's going on here? Is this too fast? Is this sixty frames per second? What is happening? It just is so jarring every time. Yes, I'm like, I didn't know the PS1 could like maintain this kind of frame rate, but no, it's just a regular frame rate. <laughs> that's if you've ever if everyone's ever tried to like experience how like people always say oh frame rates don't matter like and stuff like that that's that's exactly how a lot of games feel when you go from like 30 fps to 60 fps it's just ridiculous and that's mm. exactly what this game does i so, don't mind the layout of the dungeon like you know I'm, it's it's neat it's interesting i think it's you know, it's designed cool it's just yeah yeah 
I love the. I actually love the aesthetic. I actually like when you get to the very bottom floor and you meet the creepy fish bot that comes out of the darkness. <laughs> Is that oh, that? Stingray, um, yeah. yeah, the stingray that you ride. Huh? Yeah, it's. It, it feels like you're at the bottom of the ocean floor. It's kind of cool. Mm. Like just because you can't see in front of you. Like that's how. Like if you went on a deep, deep dive, that's probably the visibility you have. Like, mm-hmm. like you could probably see like five feet in front of your face, and that's about it. Mm. Yeah. It's got that kind of cool uh, Mario sixty four kind of level yeah. there, where you're uh, using this using this big um, uh, benevolent uh, ray robot to uh, reach um, reach chests on top of pillars. It's yeah. It's, it's I liked what it was trying to do. Um, I find any jumping puzzles in, in either of these games to be a bit of a nightmare. But yeah, the, worst. the, the... Two big rooms in that dungeon where you have to like jump back and forth between those ledges. Mm. I lost count of how many times I overshot the yes. ledge and fell all the way down. It's, yes, <laughs> it's easier. It's easier with if you use the jet boots and just fly off the ledges instead of actually but, jumping off the ledges. But you want to go back up? No, I'm going back up. Oh, you go to going back up? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like the go to the, the the. There's like different like cubicles, I guess. Yeah, those big rooms. Yeah, I wish I had thought of that. I was watching rewatching part of your stream last night, and I, I realized I like, oh, I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get you get to the bottom of this dungeon, and you have an encounter with uh, with Claymore again, uh, Bola's partner, the big sort of gigantor looking character. Um, he shoots, you circle strafe, you get the key. Um, I I had a bit of a I had a, big, a bit of a big old mistake. Uh, at this point, um, because once you before you beat him, uh, data is there to allow you to save the game. Um, I don't I, know. I beat him. I got the key. I saw data was gone and I was like, well, you know, if he's gone, I can probably just get out of here. No problem. So I spent about maybe an hour um, cleaning up all the uh, chests that I missed on the way down. Uh, and then I got back up to the top for the second encounter with Claymore and he killed me. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And I was very upset. Uh, That's like maybe the only spot of the game where there's no like save point before the boss fight. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like I guess it's kind of a surprise when it comes at you, but mm. yeah, it's basically the way everything was designed in the first game, but yeah. the way most of the things are not designed in this game. <laughs> you guys have any trouble getting out of this dungeon, or is it just uh, me making a uh, foolish mistake? No, I, you didn't make a foolish mistake. It like I I knew I knew it was gonna happen. So I mean, mm. I was kind of prepared for it. I'm like, yeah, my God, if I play more when I go back up. But at the same time, like it's like it's still circle strafe. If, if, if once you get the pattern down, mm. it's not bad. I don't think he's that hard. He's he's, he's, he's he's not hard. It's just I was yeah. out of uh, yeah. You were out of out of, out any, of everything. everything you had. Yeah. So it's 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 a fair assessment. It's like you know the game doesn't kind of warn you about that one, mm. which is not fair. Oh, no, I'm like, I, I was okay getting out. I mean, it takes forever to get out because I had to, like, do the water adju- level adjustments on each floor because I mm-hmm. didn't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if I had done all of that, I assume that's what took you so long, too. Oh, yeah. And, and, and then died, I would have been pretty annoyed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was upsetting. <laughs> I, I do like how Claymore does his best fat Albert impression and goes, hey, 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 every time he shoots you. Which <laughs> pretty funny. He does, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, so with the second key in hand um, our next destination is us, the Salkata Island and the Salkata Ruins um, where uh, the uh, the Bonds are, are back on their BS and are uh, raiding the city in search of uh, search of all the treasure they can find um, and this leads us to um, this, this, this is like kind of like a desert uh, it's a desert island with kind of a vaguely video game arabian town setting um and um it's it's kind of similar to the assaults on catalox island of you know you go through um different sectors of this city fighting the fighting the bonds and fighting the serve bots um in search of uh keys to open the way to where teasel is um what do you guys think of this area i actually like i always like the desert slash oasis things in like every game, I think. I think they're like some of my favorite aesthetics. I just like, I think I like the beach. So the desert reminds me of the beach. <laughs> I like the beach. Um, I actually like this area. I like this dungeon. Um, I I do not like the optional dungeon because, <laughs> hey, let's let's add another underwater section. If you get if you get the Ooh. S rank, the S 
quest license from the Diggers Guild, you can go to the, the optional one, right? I couldn't do it. There. I couldn't do it. And it's 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 uh, there's another underwater dungeon underneath the desert, by the way, which makes no sense. Mm. So, I mean, I they have all this water in this dungeon. Why don't they well, just that's why they that? have plumbing in the city, and that's where all the water and the cacti come from. Ah, okay, that, that makes sense. <laughs> there is but, one of the sinks in the town. If you examine it, it says like, "Huh, interesting." They have running water here. Yeah. There's there's. I don't know who thought it was a good idea to put another one after the first. Like. Come on, like that's just—it's optional. It's optional, and there's not much in there, and it's not that long, but it's still another underwater dungeon. It's like they had to like maybe find a reason for you to make the hydro boots, Mm. like second time. (laughs) Yeah, you don't just use it once. Yeah. Now I um I I did not do this optional dungeon because um I I gave I gave the S rank test a good college try. And I could not get it, um, and I could not. Uh, I didn't have time or patience uh, to uh, perfect uh, my run through that test before we had to record. The S rank, the S rank, the diggers get. It's actually really hard, but the the one thing, you, if you figure it out, if you manage to, the lifter is actually really strong. People like if you lift things up and throw them at other enemies, they die immediately. Ah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. That's, I that's the trick. It's hard really... though. It's hard to like get that. Like, because you have to be so close to them. It's hard when they force you to use the lifter. Yes. I didn't really realize that you could use it in other settings. You have to use the lifter in that that S class license, otherwise. Oh, really? You can't pass it. Yeah, it's like it's like borderline impossible without having to throw enemies at each other. Mike, did you attempt this test? Uh no, no, I got the A rank, but didn't uh-huh. get to the S yet. Yeah, it's a good thing too because um, the game doesn't tell you this. Well, it kind of tells you this, but the game gets harder when you get the S rank. Yeah, well, it does tell you. It, it it warns you before you do each test that the enemies in the dungeons will get stronger, and they recommend you keep a backup save in case yeah, it's too it, much for you. It doesn't. It doesn't tell you how much stronger they get though, because they start taking a <laughs> lot of hits. Yeah. So no, I didn't do the S rank. Um, so I don't know about that underwater dungeon. Or mm-hmm. I do, but it's been eighteen years. Mm-hmm. It's, the, um, it's the one in the demo, not the yeah. demo. The the like when the game plays the, over the attract mode. mode. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. seem to remember it being a little bit like gloomier and spookier than the um, Nino Island dungeon from when I last played. It's a lot. Like, it's a dungeon like the the previous ones in the, the first game. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, okay. The uh, the town though, like I like the town. Hmm. I think. Um, I think one thing this game does much well I'm not sure if it's better because the first game doesn't have a lot of it but a lot of the different events between dungeons I think there's a lot more variety in this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I always you know in general like I open not open world but like open or outdoor dungeons are usually more interesting than just another cave. Mm. So I like when they put you in these scenarios where you're like, like in the last episode where you're on top of this platform defending the skies, mm-hmm. this one you're like defending the town. It's just, there's a lot of variety, mm. which breaks it up on top of the fact that the ruins themselves have like way more, well, any variety versus the first game. Mm. Yeah. So I think they did that a lot better. Mm. Uh, so as you uh, as you make your way through uh, through the town and um, wipe out the uh, serve bots and steal their keys and um, uh, make sure that uh, the townsfolk are okay, um, you eventually come face to face with Teasel again. Who um, it kind of seems like things should have been settled between Teasel and Mega Man, but he's still got a bit of a grudge and he's um, uh, threat. He's he's holding this golden statue that has like spiritual has like a spiritual reverence from the townsfolk um and he's like well i'll just hold this in front of me like a shield and uh, you wouldn't dare blow it up would you um and uh, yeah i know that you can beat this without blowing it up but i just i just blew it up <laughs> <laughs> I, I was patient and didn't <laughs> i yeah i was patient too I, if you get um you i wasn't sure the... if it was possible and then i found out later that it was oh yeah you just you just gotta kind of just gotta like Peek and shoot, I guess. That's mm. the best way to do it. Peek and shoot, peek and shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I think the only thing you get is um, you get the access to the, the raceway immediately. Mm. It's a cycle. Like it's oh, the, boy, more racing from the oh, first yeah. game. The racing, <laughs> in this, the racing in this one is actual race, though. It's like, it's not, you don't get anything from, like, you get, like, money from it, but it's yeah. actually, like, like Mario Kart or something. Like, you actually go around in the lap, and you actually, like, jump, you do jumps and get, like, little 
time thing. It's actually kind of cool, like Rebel Race thing. It's actually well, impressive. It's it's very for, kind that they didn't gate like the shining laser behind it or something. Yeah, yes. you get you get no items from. It. You don't have to do it. It's totally optional. But mm. actually, kind of it, it, back in the day, it was. It was sorry, <coughs> sorry. Um, it's actually kind of fun. It's, it's just a. Uh, it, it it's way better than the races in the first game because that one is like you got to be like pinpoint this one you just gotta mm-hmm. you just race around the lap and you finish you finish if you don't you don't <laughs> yeah i did it a couple times and i'm glad there's no items behind it like yeah. i don't mind it I, I think at least the game controls better so it's easier to do and i yeah. do like the the different mario kart like setting but i like that they try it i'll say that yes. much yes yeah. exactly yeah. there's a mini game uh, there that you can do that, that's mm-hmm. it's nice I always sure appreciate the presence of different mini games, even if I don't necessarily want to engage with them. Yeah, I agree. Well, unless it's Final Fantasy X, but that's a different topic. Oh, well, no. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you know, those like, unless you're going to get to this, but in that boss fight or right before it, there's a line I love so much where Teasel's talking yes. to the servbots about stealing everything and like stealing everything. It's like, well, you know. You know, you don't have to steal their toilet paper. We're not, we're pirates. We're not barbarians. So yeah. good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I like that a lot too. Um, it really sort of serves to flesh out the, uh, the Bond's personality. Um, right. It just really, yeah. they, they did a really good job with those characters. They still, they still are the, one of the best things about these two games. And then uh, once the town is defended, we head into the uh, we head into the ruins, and it's like a sort of it's a it's a fire dungeon. It's uh, it, there's lava everywhere. There's fire elemental creatures. It's um, it's one of these. <laughs> and this is um, this is kind of where my patience with the game started to wear thin um, because it's really really long. It does some things yeah, that I liked, but it's very very long. It's 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 definitely it has more of a a Zelda length to it than the previous dungeons. Yeah. Where you have to go this key to get that key to get that key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a I lot don't... of key grabbing. Yeah. I, I guess I don't mind the length so much. Uh, it, it It's another reminder, though, in the game about how brutal the um, negative status effects are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the numbing is bad. Um, that Whatever that one that, like, kills your range is also really much... That's a really big problem. Mm. But when I stepped in the lava for like half a second and, you know, three quarters of my life was gone, I was like, this is a problem. <laughs> it's very extreme. You just you need to stay away from anything that will set you on fire. And you need to have, you know, at least five or six charges of the status healing bottle. Yeah, you yeah. can you can yeah. get the, the flame chip mm. and you can buy or the flame boots if you want. You can get the flame boots from you can buy them from the store. Um, but. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, oh, wait, there's boots. I there's didn't know boots. that. I know yeah, there's electric they're boots. Very, they're very expensive. They're very expensive one. Um, I think it's it's not the chip. It's it's one of the ones you have to actually make sure to make. You can actually make boots that protect you from the fire oh, and I see the fire and the ice fire later. Oh, that would have been <laughs> nice to have. Oh, yes. okay, I got you. Yeah, because the the fire like resistance like chip or whatever is 150,000 yeah. and then there's the other thing which I think mm-hmm. is what you're talking about is 200,000 yeah that one's the that one makes the boots it, they make the, uh, the the boots that protect you from standing on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. eventually you eventually basically can go on any floor that has a status effect and you can walk all over it as long as you have that on mm-hmm. um, gotcha. th- this dungeon does do one of my favorite things for RPG dungeons to do or like any games dungeon where uh, as you're descending um, you 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 get that little sound that you're being watched by uh, an enemy, and you can see this gigantic, um, yes. gigantic yes. like Tyrannosaurus Reaverbot through a window, and you can't interact with it. And it's just sort of pacing back and forth, um, just doing its thing. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna have to deal with that soon. Mm-hmm. Unless you're standing near the window when he's walking by it. Yeah. Oh, does he when... does he He'll interact still... with you? He'll yeah. break through the bash wall. Through, bash through the yeah. wall. Oh, I didn't realize. I should have hung around more. <laughs> yeah, if, if you if you sit by the window, you bash through the window trust like eat you like an actual like you know like like Jurassic Park or whatever. He <laughs> sticks his head in there. It's like yeah, oh, no, can't get you. I'll wait for you. Yeah, I mean, even without that, I I, I agree with you. I like when yeah. games do that, where you're like, hey, here's this thing. It's like mm-hmm. so much bigger than anything you fought before. 
The super creepy thing though is that these there's like this huge, huge T Rex Reaverbot right underneath this town. Mm. Like if you lived in this town, you heard like they, they I think I think some of the town's folks say they hear things, right? Sometimes like or like <laughs> oh man. I would like just the idea that there's a huge like Tyrannosaurus Rex like living under your like like under your house or something like that'd be like absolutely lava. terrifying. Yes, yep. eats lava. <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna go live with Oppo and Da now. Yeah, <laughs> there I am. Safe. Time to get pirates. off this island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you're you you finally do get to the basement, um, where where this creature is roaming around, and you can't fight it the first time you you meet it because you you can just you know hang around and try to try to destroy it but it will start eating lava and just healing itself so it's it's an unwinnable battle you have to uh run into the adjoining rooms of its boss arena to um uh finish up bits and pieces which like so you get some keys um and then eventually you run into uh tronbon and bonbon and you have to stop the flow of lava to um get the third key to the mother load and also um stop the source of this tyrannosaurus's dinner you're basically cutting off the uh yeah oh shoot this... I, had a, I had a good one but i can't get the words out like a nacho cheese fountain thing i can't i know there's a term like like, a, like a fondue like a fondue pot That's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> lava fondue turning off the fondue yes yeah, yeah i can vibe with that um you got the, like this little mini game mission with Bon and Tron shooting Reaverbots, then picking them up, then throwing them at the at the um, flow of lava, and I, I I hated this. I hated this a lot. It takes a while. It yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like that, and then if you're trying to not destroy the statue, the last boss fight is not hard, but it does take a little bit well, longer than you really want it to. Every time I knock down one of these Reaverbots, Bon would like basically come and take it out of my hands before I had a chance to grab it, and then he would throw it and he would miss. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're bad at it. They're they're absolutely terrible at NPCs. Yeah, they that, don't help at all. That kept happening, or I would try to grab the Reaverbot even though it was down, and it would just like hit me and then knock me down, and then it was it was long and um, not particularly challenging, but just um, tediously tediously done. Yeah, you don't feel like you can die or anything unless you step in the lava. Yeah. And it just feels like it goes around and around and around and around. <laughs> it's, it's, it's long, and I kind of feel that um, the back half of this game is loaded with these very, very lengthy encounters. Um, like, no matter how... Um, no matter how much you've upgraded your parts uh, to uh, increase um, rapid fire or an attack... It's everything from here just feels so spongy, and I, I know that you're not using your your buster in this particular battle, but um, I kind of felt like they were really trying to drag things out. Yeah, I think if any, that there's a lot of enemies that feel like their um, your weapons don't make a difference. Like it's like this is a perfect example of you could have like if you, at this point in the game if you had somehow like cheated and had the shining laser, you could have the shining laser and at full power, and this would not help you with this boss fight. It was just because you still need to go around. And go pick things up. And there's like there's yeah. a few of them at the end of the game. Yeah. Where you have to do that. You have to do a specific set of things to knock the boss's health down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan personally. <laughs> so um after I think I think it's after you after you do this, Bond tries to abscond with the key and you have to um chase after him and blow No, no him that's up. you have to actually go do you have back to, do, to the big reaver bot. You gotta do the big reaver bot first? Yeah, then you go to the key, and uh-huh. that's when he's trying to steal a key. So, so you, you get a chance. You get actually get to fight the, the giant, like dinosaur, which is kind of cool. It feels like kind of like Monster Hunter. It's Capcom. Capcom does a really good job at that stuff. Yeah, so, it's it's then, a cool battle. Yeah, and then then you go then you go to Bond. You go to Bond and and yeah. shoot him until he falls under the lava, and then Mega Man feels bad because it's kind of a ghastly way to go. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I threw well, a baby in the lava. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun because it, there's actually there's another boss fight between that one actually I forgot about that one too. Um, that's the one with the Gustav. Oh, with Tron! You had to right. fight Tron. Oh, yes, right. yeah, of course, because Tron Tron is nude off screen. Yes, <laughs> yeah, which is pretty funny when in 2001 I guess because Mega Man looks like he's about to like just die and 
Like, he's actually kind of embarrassed to see her like that. If it was 2018, I'm sure they'd give her a cheesecake shot. So I'm yeah. I'm glad that they just played it for laughs rather than... Um... I like the Serbots, though. The Serbots are like, Miss mm, Tron. <laughs> they just, like, try to talk to her, and she doesn't care. Yeah. Um, Funny scene. Mm. Isn't, isn't there some kind of, like, a similar scene with Roll? Yes. Yeah, if you do the right... In both if, games. If, if you do... Yeah, I know there actually, is in the first there's, game. There's a, but... there's a different scene. There's actually two scenes with Roll in this one. Yeah. Um, depends on how much... If you've been mean to Roll, there's a different scene uh-huh. um, where you can call her a busybody and then everything costs really expensive. That's not mm-hmm. like that. But if you're actually nice to Roll, you can go to the... You can walk in on her in the in the bathroom. Hooray! Again, because you walked in her first, like, in the first game and... But then all of a sudden, like, it only happens when you're good to her, I guess. It's, it's weird. You don't actually have to see that scene, though, to actually get the points. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get the third key uh, after throwing a baby in the lava. And that is... Uh, <laughs> Still hilarious. That Still is hilarious. See, just, just be like, oh, is he, is he dead? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, oh. And that... that um, that marks our time at uh, Salkata Island done. Um, I kind of wish this area was a little bit bigger, but I guess they're all kind of they're all kind of bite sized, I suppose, in this game to allow for yeah, different I locales. They, I think they also expect you to go to like each of the the optional dungeons and spend mm-hmm. more time in there, which doesn't account for the top parts of the you know the areas, which are much cooler than the actual dungeons themselves, like the mini dungeons themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, I think mm-hmm. that's like their their balance there mm-hmm. for that. So I like the idea of the town. Um, I felt like it was a little... Mm, I, I guess kind of like all the towns are kind of barren. Um, and as Solosi said in our Mega Man Legends 1 series, I mean, even Catalox is slightly... slightly barren. Yeah, there's not a lot of humans. Yeah, and like especially like the city hall area. It's like, why is there just like all of this like open <laughs> open land and nothing is here? It's kind of mm. weird. You're also questioning why they have cars when you can literally walk. <laughs> Passive yes, cars. cars. Yes. Well, like, where, where are you driving? Yeah. There's a police station and like two houses up there. Everybody needs to be controlling their own conveyance, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, and this takes us to uh, this takes us back to uh, Yosionke, the uh, icy. Uh, the snowy area from uh, the very beginning of the game, where the uh, where the fourth key is uh, held underneath the gallery slash slash church. Um, yeah, but I I missed that by the way. The I know I remember I was playing a couple nights ago, and I talked to some random person in town like, oh, you should go to the gallery, and I'm thinking, boy, it's like I totally missed where the gallery was. Yeah, and then I, I went to the north and like. Oh, this is called the gallery. I thought this was just a. That, I mean, it's a church. There's I don't know why they call it playing. that. I don't, yeah, I don't know why either. Maybe it's it maybe it's like a a Capcom self censorship thing. I don't know. Maybe I think they still call it a church, though. Like the the priest calls it a church, or yeah, something. I don't know. I don't yeah, remember. he does. And priest. He, does. he he yeah. name yeah. he name checks God, and he tells you to yeah. give money to be blessed by God. But no, it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to. And I never did. Um, do you get anything what for does that, that Scott? Do? If if um, like I said, the, the game has two morality systems. So if you're really nice, you get uh, to okay. start glowing, um, and if you're really bad, you get to get the taser from the shady dude in Solcata. But to get good again, to get the the discount again, you need to go to the church and donate tons and tons of money. Buy oh, your salvation. So you have to repent. Yeah, yes. you have to repent by paying money. Mm. Wow. I have thoughts on that, but maybe not the best part. Mm. <laughs> I think everyone does, though. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's anyway, the to, so that's the only way to get better. If uh, that's the only reason why you need to pay the money. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I want my ten thousand zenny back then. <laughs> <laughs> Got suckered. <laughs> well, a fool and his money. Yes. <laughs> that's, hey. that's, the, that's the ethos of this church. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyway, so there's some ruins. Mm. Well, there's a um, there's a very very long train battle with gliding oh, right. bonds before the ruins, um, where 
you have to throw you have to catch serve bots that are riding on missiles and throw them back at the train and it takes forever and you'll probably get hit with a bunch of missiles and if you're me anyway um and it's long it's really long yeah it's another one of those boss battles yeah it begs the question though why are the serve bots riding on the missiles in the first place but they're all little Doctor Strange loves. Doctor Serve love. Yes. <laughs> they're just like it's actually kinda cute to watch them like fly back, like, ah, oh, like they like their their faces change. Like the minute they realize they're about to do something they don't want to do. <laughs> um Yeah, so you, you throw a bunch of missiles and then you just have to shoot at the train and the train has the train is such a sponge. I thought I was maybe doing something wrong and that I had to throw bombs back and that wasn't the case. It just takes like twenty minutes. Um, just mm-hmm. to shoot at this one cannon, um, and I, I, I did not like this at all. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Go going. ahead, please. No, I was gonna say if you have the homing missile, which is like the best weapon you can get at that point in the game, even that doesn't track well. No, it doesn't. It, like you could have the, it. Shoots it doesn't the trees track well in the background. Yeah, and it just like it like just barely misses, and it's like, ugh, really. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought I was doing something wrong because of how long it was taking, but I wasn't. I just had to uh, stick it out. Um, and that uh, that allows the the priest to uh, tell us to go into the ruins, which are, it's the requisite ice level of a uh, Zelda-like. <laughs> Gotta have that. Yeah. Did you guys pick up the, the treasure chest after the train battle? Uh, no. I don't think so. Because that there's an item in there that makes the ice level much much easier. <laughs> there's another boot. There's another set of boots that makes you not slide. Oh, okay. And I didn't. Something I didn't... you can miss. Yeah, it, it, right after the train battle, it, like it stops you in this field, right? And to your right, there's a tre- there's a chest there, and you just pick up the chest, and then you make the item. Huh. Okay. That allow that allows you not to slide in the. Is that missable if you don't pick that up? Is that just. No, gone. you could go right back to that area. You could just go right through where the. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you could just like, but if you don't get that item, the ice level is pain in the butt. I didn't mind the sliding. Ice I, I, I could manage it. It never really got in the way in the same way that the underwater levels platforms did. Oh yeah, no, for for sure, it's not as annoying as that. But it's like it, it, anything to make the game easier is appreciated. I mm-hmm. think. I don't know what to say about this dungeon, really. It's another one of these dungeons, um, except you slide around. Sometimes you have to jump on some platforms that will uh, crumble uh, if you stay on them too long. Um, it's long. It's maze-like. You can eventually unlock some shortcuts with some keys that you find. Um, and there's this really awful, awful room at the bottom of it where you oh, have, yeah, to, where you have to chase some, some keys that have legs. While those little fat robots. Oh, pop you're out talking of the about snow. that one. Yeah. See, what were you, What were you thinking my, of? I'm, I was talking about the mammoth room. Oh. You have to get the mammoths in the in the holes. I kind of like that because room because <laughs> they do not go in those holes. I didn't have too much difficulty, <laughs> maybe, but um, it is annoying. It's, it, it's very annoying. I think it, I think it may have to do with the your license or something, but. It, I was in that room for a good forty minutes. Okay, for a good forty right. minutes because they would not; they would always stop very, very short of the hole. I think you need to like I, run up to it, like right when it's on oh, your tail. Otherwise, oh, it'll just turn around and go back. Oh, I did everything under the sun. Everything mm. under the sun. The only way to get them in is you need to lure them. Like I think because this might have to do with it. Might have to do with the, if you have an SKS class license that they they stop shorter or they don't because they don't want to go in that hole. Like you can, you can I, I had I had a little that. bit of difficulty getting them in. Yeah, I had to like shimmy them around to like the very corner of the room mm. because if they realize when they're that they're they're close to the hole and they won't go that way. Mm. I don't know what it was. Maybe maybe it could be that uh, you guys are playing on the PlayStation Network also, right? And, uh, I yeah. was, yeah, yeah. Maybe the, maybe a disc issue too. But like you can you can watch it on the stream. Like like I sat there for it. Like it just didn't make any sense to me. I don't mm. remember that room being that hard. Like mm. ever. But for some reason, they just they just would not go in the hole. Like you like you do what you think you'd have to do. You, you lure them close enough, and then you know you, you jump over the hole so that they you know you, they, they they follow you right. But no, every time they're like nah, I'm good. I'll just walk away. And then they walk like like forty feet away. It's like where you guys going? I think I had to fall in the hole with them a bunch of times to get them in. But you know, maybe, I, I maybe, fell maybe in the hole maybe by you myself. were just too good. No, I don't think it was that. <laughs> I think it was just I was just annoyed. 
<laughs> I wish I wish it was an issue where you could it was like, oh my god. Anyway, I had an issue with that room. I understand the room you had an issue with, but that was the room I had an issue with. There's a room with a missile launching robot and a bunch of keys, and you gotta shoot the keys, and then they get knocked down, but then when they're knocked down for about a split second, you gotta lift them to and to get them in your inventory, and then there's endless little fat guys who cause icy damage on contact, um... And they're everywhere, and they're endless. And this broom took me a very long time, and um, all of my resources. So I had to make a hasty retreat to refill all my bottles when I was done putzing around in this room for a good twenty-five or thirty minutes. But I did get a lot of uh, zenny from doing it. Those missile launcher dudes are like the worst enemies in the game. Uh, I'm they glad there's only one so... in that room, but yeah, they do so much damage. There's two in in the Solcata one in the Sol like, uh, and they just like they, the missiles. You don't think like a lot of the enemies don't do that much damage like the normal enemies, but mm. that one does like, and they track you. I I, I wonder why your homing missile doesn't track like theirs tracks because those mm. things like fly around. They just like they don't. They're like you know, then we're hitting you. You just got to deal with it. Yeah, those are big boy missiles. Um, yeah. Does the homing missile like track better if you upgrade it special? Even remember. even that doesn't track. <laughs> I mean, these things like circle you. It's like um, <laughs> it's it's there. Those things are, and they take so many hits from everything. And unless unless you kill that missile launcher, and you're looking at a bad time in that room. And even that, yeah, for that, yeah, that room is pain in the butt too. Um. So there's this room which prefaces the uh, key room, and of course, no, none of these dungeons are complete without a boss battle. And um, the boss here. Uh, uh, this blob, this blob and its platforms and its ice damage and its spongy nature. Um, (laughs) this, this and a lot of what came before it has kind of, it's kind of made me do a little bit of a 180 on this game. And I kind of feel that it has been backloaded with, um, some extremely infuriating segments. That is a boss that's much easier with the ice boots. Okay, I imagine that it is because I fell off yeah, those platforms every time. Yep, you don't slide at all at that. You just oh, kinda, you I, just I didn't have around it. I didn't have trouble with sliding. It's just like it would, it would hit me and I would get knocked off. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, I imagine that uh, taking sliding out of the equation would uh, give you one less less thing mm-hmm. to worry about. Yeah, um, it it feels like again, maybe I just stepped in the fire more than other people, but between that. And the ice in this dungeon, like, I think you're really encouraged to get the things to prevent, like, environmental yes. effects or status effects. But yeah. at the same time, like, some of them are so expensive. Oh, yeah. Everything in this game is very expensive. Yeah. So, so it's sp- like, you look you look at the price and it seems like, well, that's just an optional thing. Like, I'll just skip that because I don't, I don't have that kind of money, but... You gotta spend a lot of time in that... Difference. Spend a lot of time in that basement with the missile launcher and the endless spawning fat guys. Yeah, and, uh, and get all that zenny. Spawning fat guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that gives us our fourth key, uh, which means that we're ready to enter the end game um, by returning that to Von Blucher on the sulfur bottom, uh, and that is when things get kicked into high gear with um, the um, with the green haired folks that we saw right at the beginning of the game. And we're just kind of lounging about in bed. Um, after that point, um, the, uh, the master plan is revealed. Um, it's, uh, similar to, uh, Mega Man Junos at the end of the, uh, first game. Uh, the, uh, uh, Sarah and the, uh, rest of the androids from Elysium want to, uh, want to wipe out all of the uh humans who aren't actually humans the big reveal here is that they're all artificial life forms which uh resemble humans and can live as humans but it seems like humanity has been long dead which i thought was kind of a neat twist yeah Yeah. i like i like where the the plot goes here yeah it feels it feels like it's like you kind of knew something was up with these people and then it's like okay well now something's really up hmm um, I, I kind of wish that there was more of them though. It, I kind of felt like they, uh, in the same way that Mega Man Legends 1's, um, plot was, um, you know, ca- kind of came at the last minute. I mean, this, the sequel, it's not nearly as, as, um, bad at 
having its plot threads consistent, but these guys they just kind of disappeared for the past ten hours, and now now they're all they're all back doing their stuff at the end. Uh, they're actually in the ship. They are, but they don't but, really. Yeah, but they're not involved at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just kind of it's, it's it's kind of weird because if if the game was set up a little more open, like I could understand why they did that. But since you have to go to each island in a certain order, and it's pretty structured, mm. um, you know, aside from going back and visiting later, like mm-hmm. yeah, I think okay, they could have probably had them a little more involved. But and mm-hmm. by the way, this is just a total aside, but. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, did they say that there's four keys or three? Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's always... It, it, if you go to Von Blucher's ship, you go behind Von Blucher's room, That's there's a, what I there's was a thinking, room. Yeah. yeah, there's a room where you can see all the keys. Mm. Yeah, I like I like that he was, he was very prepared for that. Like, he has yes. a room <laughs> with a key icon on the door. He's yes. got his little plans. He knew, he knew before, like, so you know what? There's probably going to be four keys somewhere. <laughs> yes, and I don't know the exact size of them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, uh, he's nothing if not prepared. Yeah, and we learn a little bit more about Mega Man's past. Um, I found it amusing that um, Roll named him Mega Man after her favorite game, but it turns out that yeah. he was named Mega Man all along. It's, it's weird. I guess they gotta find a reason to put his name in there. I guess well, right. I guess so. <laughs> um, and they also uh, they give an explanation as to why he was a baby um, because apparently he wasn't always a baby. He was the uh, he was like the protege of the master of Elysium who uh, decided that he um, wanted to let these these rogue androids, uh, which later became known as, as the planet's humans, live, um, uh, much to the um, chagrin of uh, Sarah, who uh, was all about, all about Blade running them out of town. Yeah. His, his main job was to, uh, uh, like... Any anybody that was against this, like aberrant using aberrant units or like unit like mm-hmm. and, uh, anything that was like against the system or like became independent thinkers, Mega Man's job originally was to, you know, go off them. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. you're dead. It's mm-hmm. Technically, like a murder robot. Yeah, murder robot. Yeah, he's a he's a Blade Runner. He's uh yeah. he's a, he's an E unit of Yorha. Yep. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh. But uh, but the master changed his mind, and the master ended up uh, ended up offed uh, himself for it, um, and uh, has stored his memories inside of Mega Man, who uh, then had his memory wiped and was turned into a baby, um, which kind of sounds like they were just trying to explain why he was a baby rather than <laughs> that's a very odd uh, a very odd thing to do. But... Yeah, it's like someone had the idea. It's like, okay, we want to make him a baby here, so. Let's find a way to make that work. Oh wait, he was he he he, ha- he held authority in the past. Okay, all right, he transformed into a baby. Well, Benjamin Button him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Maybe maybe now they can do a Hollywood Mega Man movie starring Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'd watch it. No, no, yeah. don't yeah, support that. Yeah, no, I yeah. support it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and uh, Yuna comes back into the picture here as well. Who? Um, reveals that she's Im- embody. She w- she was the original mother of the mother load, um, and she's embodying. She is indeed embodying Roll's mom's body, who uh, nearly died on the expedition to Forbidden Island. And uh, Yuna has brought her back to life, but uh, is staying in her body until she gets her stuff done. And um, she kind of becomes your she she becomes your role from here. You go up to Elysium. Uh, in her ship, and um, she um, she's your your comms uh, backup, your spotter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of liked uh, I like that move. I liked um, you know, having your different yeah. su- supporting character giving you advice uh, through this last leg of the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there she's kind of she actually talks more than Roll ever does, and mm. for some reason, Roll doesn't talk that much in this game. In some areas, mm. at least. Well, it feels like she always gets cut off, I guess, a lot. She probably stuck more on the first game in the dungeons. Maybe yeah. that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I like... Sometimes I notice she would say something... When she does talk now, usually it's a lot more obvious mm-hmm. in some of yeah. the dungeons. It's like, hey, you just, you know, disabled the security thing. Maybe there's another one. I'm like, yeah, I know. I already checked the door. 
Mm. Um, Elysium is tough. It's a tough dungeon. It's kind of like a, a return of almost everything you encountered before. Uh, thankfully, without the water segments, but there are areas with increased gravity and um, these horrible little traps that will uh, grab you and hold you in place and suck all your health away. Oh, those exist exist in the Sulcata ruins. Yeah, I meant to mention that because I think that was about the turning point for me when I'd um, become very frustrated with this game, with the presence of those. I, I don't remember how to get out of the traps. I think you have to roll, like you actually do like the side roll. But I, oh. I just at that uh, point I was like, you know what? Just catch me. I don't care. I'm not going to sit there and play games with this. It, once you hear that ding sound, yeah. um, you can jump, and that okay. is the way to get out of it. But oh, once, you jump. Okay. Once, yeah, I felt I found that out very late. But once you're in it, like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> no. I don't know yeah. who thought like some some whoever tested that needs to whatever. We went over this already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did that job. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I I don't know about that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't blame the testers here. True, true, but true, true. It's a big dungeon where you're manipulating gravity levels uh, to. Uh, sometimes you're increasing gravity, so if you'll stomp on a weak floor, it will give way, or you're uh, decreasing gravity, so you can um, do some big moon jumps to uh, get to higher areas. Um, and it's full of, uh, full of really mean monsters, um, including a Mega Man style boss rush against the, um, big bosses of the, uh, four main ruins from earlier in the game. So you get to fight that blob again. You get yeah. to like, I, think, I think there's more than four actually, isn't there? Oh, was there? I think there's, yeah, cause I'm trying to think. I, I only, like was I only remember the, the, the frog. Yeah. There's the, the frog, frog, the, the, the jellyfish. And there's the Tyrannosaurus the tyr- again. Tyrannosaurus and okay, maybe there was four. It's nice that they oh, made there's... backups. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. And they placed them exactly in these rooms. Mm-hmm. Although hopefully you're not fighting any of them with the drill arm equipped. Yes, you don't need the <sighs> yeah. drill. You don't need the drill arm for there. Thank God. It seems yeah. like there's a else, lot though. less need for the drill arm in this game than there was in the first game. Uh, you well, still after, after need second... it, but. After the second dungeon, you don't need it. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was getting yeah, at. Before that, you need it way all the time. Yeah, but not to have to take it anymore. These yeah. bosses are. If you built the shining laser at this point, these bosses are a little bit of a joke. Hmm. Outside of the stupid um, jellyfish thing, which you can't sit still, otherwise they kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I like the music there, at least. Yeah. Yeah. The music in this last part of the game is really, really good. And um, that takes us up to our final encounter with Sarah, who um, gives us a big two-part battle a la, a la Mega Man Juno. It's kind of a similar um, big, uh, elegant, skirt-wearing robot who fires lasers at you. <laughs> <laughs> teleports. Yeah, teleports. teleports. Scott, you had quite a time with this on stream. Uh, yeah, I mean... I could have made it easy. I, I totally forgot that I had picnic lunches and stuff like that. I could have just actually probably forced the issue, but now what I totally are, forgot about those. Now, what are what? picnic lunches? I think I've missed so out on this. If if you if you build the if you buy all the stuff for roll, mm. like the, the the newspaper and the TV and stuff, not only do you get a discount eventually, and you get to see the the roll the scene with roll in the bathroom and stuff like that. If you want to see that, mm. um, you can go to the refrigerator and pick up picnic lunch. Okay. So here's the here's actually it's kind of cool about the picnic lunch. If you sell the picnic lunch, roll gets mad at you. Oh, right. <laughs> that... Roll gets mad at you because you sold the you sold the lunch she made for you, and that's that's mean. You don't do that. Flipping her food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I don't, a... You read the diary. She knows so much about something. Like if that's you a weird thing room, to do. Yeah, you, you read the roll. She knows everything. In fact, that diary changes depending on what you do in some of the actions. Like if you shoot roll a bunch of times at the beginning of the game, uh, oh, roll. Right. Roll says, Mega Man's so mean, he keeps shooting me with this buster, it hurts. <laughs> Actually, I, I, yeah, I got that one. I hit yeah. her a couple times on accident, because, like, all the Reaper bots are around her. Yeah. So I yeah. got the little entry, it's like, I don't even know if he cares about me. Really <laughs> yes, there's the, that, I actually like the roll, that, that system's actually kind of cool, it's one of those things that you don't expect in that game, but. Yeah, um, that's neat. Anyway, yeah, um, so yeah, there's, there's other items, um, like, the stuff you get from the, the quizzes, like those milks and stuff like that, those are health refresh items. I have, like, all of those items. I just totally forgot about them. Okay. Yeah. 
Got to save them all for the end game and then forget to use yeah, them. I just, that's, yeah, I just, that's me yeah. in every JRPG. Oh, yes. I just, I, I literally I, just forgot about them. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, for, whatever, okay. <laughs> for so long now, I mean, like dating back to the 90s, my brother always makes fun of me because um, in any Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger, I'm bad about it in that too. <laughs> it's like, I don't use like mega elixirs and stuff like that. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he's always like, oh yeah, yeah. You just get them and like save them, and I'm like, but you never use them. I'm like, yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> Chrono Trigger is the only one I can get out of the argument on because there's New Game Plus. I'm like, well, I want to carry him mm. over so I can not use them in the next playthrough. Exactly. Video games are so much easier when you use the items they give you. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. I'm just like everybody. Like, I, I, I'm guilty. I was guilty of that in the like past two. Like, back in the day, that's the same thing I did. Oh yeah, I'll use these for the last. I never use them for the last mm. boss. I use them the second playthrough. I'm level ninety nine. No. <laughs> so with I, um, I, yeah, go yeah, ahead, sorry. please. No, I was just saying I learned my lesson later in life. <laughs> well, you you win some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, with Sarah vanquished, that is the end of uh, the Elysium Lot's plan. Um, but uh, Mega Man and Yuna are. And Yuna in Roll's mom's Matilda's body are um, stuck on Elysium together. Um, I'm not really sure what happened to her ship. Um, cause no, you... Gats. Gats is destroyed. Oh right. Gats okay. Is, Gats is the Gats is the the um, controlling the ship, right? But Gats tries to take over Sarah because to help, uh, so you could actually right. attack her because otherwise you wouldn't be able to do it, right? Because she's right. too powerful. So, but Gats gets destroyed, so there's no ship control. Uh, I guess I missed that. That makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's um, Yuna, Matilda in the same body, and Mega Man all, all stuck on Elysium together. Um, but Mega Man's optimistic about it because he's um, he knows that uh, Roll will come up with a plan to uh, to save him, and that's um, that's Roll credits on this game. Um, yeah, yeah, and the game hints right there that like because they they talk about all the ancient reaver bots like oh yeah there's still more there's a whole bunch of stuff that they might they might come out of the woodwork and so like mm. that oh yeah there's gotta be like a third game mm. there's there's stuff there to the stuff there to explore we're we're going there's gonna be third one let's go <laughs> I mean I you know just as much as you I really want that third game as well um, however this game wrapped up a little bit more neatly than I expected yes. it to. Yes. Because I'd heard a lot about um, Mega Man being stuck on the moon, and I thought it was going to be more of a cliffhanger. But this actually felt kind of complete. At least I, I felt that way. It feels yeah. way more complete than the first game. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> like, very open. Like, they obviously really intended to continue it. You, you can't hint at, like, the like the ancient the other ancient ruins. Like, they're, when Sarah and Yuna, you can't hint at stuff like that. And, like, oh, there's still there's more. There's, like, because they talk about the, the ancients, like, the, the, the people that, the, obviously, the master descended from, right? Yeah, and it's like you you can't hit that that stuff and like not expect people to want to play that stuff, right? That's what always bugged me. <laughs> mm. It's not so much Mega Man being stuck in the moon, right? That's just mm. a plot device to you know eventually start the third game. I think that's a great way to do that, but like you can't hint that there's more to this world, which is what I want to learn about and not show it off. Well, I mean, I think there's something to be said for hinting at um, a world being bigger than it than it is to, you know, mm. f- flesh out your narrative a bit. I, I don't think that you have to show everything, but, um, you know, obviously they were hoping to do a third game. And, yeah. well, well, we know how that went. We know that they hoped very much that they could, and it didn't end up happening in the end. Um, but, yeah, um, w- whereas, you know, whereas Mega Man Legends 1 feels like the beginning of, the end of that feels like the beginning of a story, um, that that story and and what the mother load is, all those questions are answered by the end of this, and I, I was a little bit more satisfied with it than I than I would have thought from what I heard about it secondhand. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, no, that's that's one hundred percent fair. That's every this game answers everything that from the first game kind of hints at, and then mm. they they try to like make you excited for a third one. It, it does a good job mm-hmm. at wrapping everything up. I think. Mm. I, I I love that little. Um, post-credit scene yes oh, yeah, let's talk about that stinger <laughs> yeah I, the roll and tron together are awesome yeah, and then they, they yell at poor data <laughs> yes <laughs> can, can we talk about the fact that uh, tron figures out her finances on an abacus 
It's very yes. good. In this world of computers and calculators and whatever else, she's hey, using an abacus. That well, abacus doesn't fail, right? It just it gives you the numbers it needs exactly. It's right? true. It doesn't it's get true. erased. But technically, she should have like a robot computer brain. Oh. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> but the abacus, the abacus also kind of rolls. Uh, not roll. Um. Tron is a little stingy. She does not like spending money. She's she's, she's very much a so miser. Not... Yes. And it, it kind of fits in with the rough and ready old school messiness of uh the the Bond family at home. Yeah. Right. I, I love I love that they really committed to the uh the money thing like from yes. the beginning, that first sequence all the way to the end where she's like, Well, we don't all have like a ton of money like you roll. Not everyone can build the engines that you make, right? <laughs> yes. Tron is a class hero. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yeah, Data, ha- Data has all the plans. He's like, look, it doesn't need anything special. It doesn't need money. And he just gets screamed at. And that's that. Yeah, and and they, if they just listen to him, he's the only one that got off the moon somehow. Hmm. Yeah. How did he do that? Yeah. Because he's a magic monkey. He's he a did, magic monkey. He did the monkey all the way back home. Yeah. So see, so Perpetual he got home somehow, so he knows something, and obviously he knows something because he's Mega Man's storage data unit. He's got all the information, right? Hmm. So he knows what he's doing. But the poor girls just yell at him, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, Mega Man. She got to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> a <laughs> lot longer. Years. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, unless I'm forgetting something, they don't know that, right? Like, doesn't only Mega Man know that? As far I, as Roll knows, doesn't she knows. just know that he's a little monkey robot that set the kitchen on fire? That's I mean, at this point. At this point, I think he know that I they they know that role because uh, they met Mega Man and Data. I mean, Barrel should know because Meg- he's the one that found Mega Man and Data. Well, right? I, I, I don't think they do know because there's um there's a bit. I think it's in the manual um that says that um only Mega Man can understand what Data's saying, and he just sounds like monkey sounds to everybody else. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that really in the? I oh, you know what? I want to go read that actually. I want to see the manual. <laughs> there's wow. over there. I mean, there's some weird stuff in the manual, though. There's a lot of, like, mistranslate. Well, not mistranslations. Like, I guess they were trying to do... I guess they were doing something else with the localization. So, like, some of the characters have different names in the manual. Um, and I don't know if it's... Like, I don't know if that's ever touched on in the game or not. I don't... But I mean, it, it would be weird seem, if they didn't understand them. Nobody seems to listen to Data, and he's just got all the secret Mega Man memories. So, they, it, they does, tell him it does to, fit. They tell him to shut up. Well, like, yeah. He, like, so... Actually, but he's just. He but if he's just like in their face squeaking. Uh, okay, maybe I don't know. That's that's that's. I didn't think about that. But. But then wouldn't the they to know? Wouldn't they to know that they can't understand him too? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now I have all these exactly. questions. Yeah. This this is not a hard hard SF game. By yeah. any means. <laughs> <laughs> but like, still, even if even if that's the case, like. Barrel should know that Data was with Mega Man. So, like, they're obviously related. He got off the mm. moon. So, all they need to figure out is, like, how Data got off the moon, and no one else did. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, right? Yeah, right? That's... Right. Well, maybe <laughs> we'll get on that. that angle. Yeah. Maybe we'll learn the answer in the third game. <laughs> yes. Please please read in my fan year, fiction. In the year 2050. <laughs> that is Mega Man Legends 2. Final thoughts, folks. Um, Mike, how was it revisiting this? Um, I mean, I feel like we griped a lot about some of the stuff in this game, and I think it's all mm-hmm. legitimate. Um, but overall, I think it's definitely a stronger game. Mm. I think I think they expanded on what they were trying to do a lot more. They there was more variety, like I said before. Um, it, it's I feel like if they had kept making them, I think they would continue to refine them. Most I think a lot of a yeah. lot of the first game was refined in this one. And then they have some of these encounters that dragged out a little bit. So I'm sure they could have refined that further too. Hmm. But I, overall, I think it, but definite, definite improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the controls alone just make it so much nicer to play. Yes. I think they had a, I think they had a, a good game plan going in for this one and they executed it well. And like you said, I think if they kept doing it, cause they took that, that Zelda style formula, right? Hmm. Which is what almost, every game does now right it kind of blurs the line between rpg and you know Mm -hmm. adventure game and starts that's what everyone that's what everyone plays now it's like every other game is just does that now and i think if they continue to do that they would have had the third and maybe fourth game who who knows right probably could have been amazing games like Mm -hmm. top of the line games 
I'm not sure if I enjoyed this as much as the first game. I definitely found it easier to play, um, and I'm very happy that it is available for anybody who has a, a Vita or a, or a PS3 to buy at a low price, um, whereas before it was just, you know, prohibitively expensive and difficult to find. Um, however, you know, as I said, I think the second half of this game is backloaded with good ideas executed very poorly. Um, and more often than not, I don't know if it's mostly because I was playing under a strict time limit to, to host this or what, but, um, I just found myself frustrated with the back half more often than not. I still do like it though. Um, and I like the characters, but I was just like, I just kind of felt like I wanted to cry when I was finishing this up at the end of, at the beginning of, uh, the beginning of the day. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can understand. At the end of the game, though, at the end of the day, though, this is how long did it take you guys to beat the game? I had about fifteen hours on my clock. Yeah, it's not the. It's so, still not even that long. Yeah, like it. it it's a bit longer than like, the first game, but I also yeah, a, like the yeah, the, 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 the sponginess. I felt like. Yeah, I I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I felt like my time wasn't quite being respected. If some of those encounters were like a little bit shorter, or if some bosses didn't take quite so many hits. Or if your special weapons actually did damage to those bosses. And, yeah. You know. What's the What's the point of having them if they don't? If they just no. you know overshoot and hit a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that's Mega Man Legends too. Um. Like its prequel. Uh. It's it's refined from its prequel, but it's it's still you know, it has its issues, but it's still an extremely charming game, extremely charming pair of games. Um. And um. I you know I would still. I think we would all welcome um, the return of Mega Man Legends three with yes. some some miracle, maybe some some miracle related to um, Mega Man uh, eleven doing well. Um, yes, and you don't necessarily you don't necessarily need Inafune. He was he had a pretty light touch on these pair of games. He was in a producer role, but I mean it was a lot of the. Um, it, it was funny that Mike uh, Solosi. Uh, you know, joked that um, the overworld is by the Breath of Fire team and the Dungeons are by the Resident Evil team. Um, I had a little bit of a peek at the credits and I saw that's pretty much what this game is. It's a blend of the Resident Evil 2 team and the Breath of Fire 3 team coming together to make um, a beautiful dig out adventure in Halcyon Days. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I'm not they sure were, they how were... they were split. I don't think they were split between, um, you know, Overworld and Dungeon, but they certainly all came together to put this together. They were blending the line between RPGs and adventure games hmm. way before everyone else was. They were. I think they did. They made an admirable effort, frustrations yep. aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. that... Oh, that's me dropping things on the floor. Um, and that is us for this week. Um... Next week, uh, we have uh, a special Halloween episode hosted by Marcuse on Mermaid Swamp. Uh, I'll be taking part of that. I think uh, Greg uh, Delmage will be on there as well. Um, it's a cute little wolf RPG maker horror adventure by Uri. Uh, and then in November, we are going to be playing Golden Sun. Also, uh, just a couple of days ago, a uh, Halloween feature went up on the site. It's a written feature spearheaded by Tina Ola. Uh, about um, our favorite experiences with um, horror-themed RPGs and maybe some not-so-horror-themed games that have some spooky elements. So um, do check that out. Get in with the spook season. Um, If you want to email us, you can reach us at retro at rpgfan.com. Comment on our boards. Uh, We love getting your feedback, uh, especially iTunes reviews, which help us uh, get visibility and also give us valuable tips on how to refine the show and make it better for you. Um, but um, that's where we'll close out this week. Um, Mike, where can people find you if they want to contact you? Nowhere. Um, uh, or classic at, at Valkyrie studio on Twitter, or of course, Mike at RPGfan.com If you want to go old school and email me, mm. I say old school, but I use email all the time. So. And Scott, you are all over Twitch. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> no. Um, you can always find me on the RPG Fan Twitch channel. We stream every, almost every night. Um, and if I'm not streaming, someone else is streaming. So definitely check all this stuff out. We just we just played Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 on stream. And we played The Misadventures of Tron Bon a while back. Fun hmm. games. Hmm. Yes. Um, now that you've uh, wrapped up the Mega Man Legends games, what's uh, what's next on the, on the Twitch stream um, for you? Next up is Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. Ah, uh, Torna, right? Great. 
Yes, yes, mm-hmm. we're doing that right now. Um, I as you, if you probably listen to this at this point, you it's probably over. Okay, like right now, right now, it's probably over. Um, so just a heads up, but we're probably streaming something else at this point. So mm-hmm. lots of fun games. I want to do Resident Fate. If you're a fan of Resident Fate, ah, uh, yeah, that just came back out again, didn't it? Yes, it did. Couple so, more days here uh, in the UK. It's been delayed a week, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to trying that one again. I got as far yeah. as when you have two party members because your lady get sick and you got to get her chicken soup i think that's about yep. how far i got that's that's the that's the game in a microcosm it's like yeah uh-huh. get, someone's sick all right cool <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so yeah you can always find me there you can always uh, talk to me on discord and stuff like that i'm available all the time but definitely check all the streams lots of fun we have lots of fun on the switch channel hmm. come join us absolutely definitely do that folks it's a it's a fun place to be uh and you can find me on twitter at misanthrobob where i'm stuck on my own personal elysium but (laughs) that's us this week folks uh thank you for listening and uh, we will catch you next time in the words of the inimitable mike salosi good night and good luck